Welcome, agents, to Strain 29-HFX of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, October 8th, 2020, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Ember. I swear we do. I forget, and I keep forgetting the mute. Hey! <laughs> we have Ember, and we also have Jimmy the Rabbit. Hey, how are you doing this evening, uh, gentlemen? Yeah, not too bad. Good. I, I'm, I will be hopefully getting better as the night progresses. <laughs> Put, putting the, putting that machine to good use. <laughs> how how often did you just replaced? Uh, you just replaced it, so hopefully this one lasts uh, lasts longer. I would say, how often do you go through blenders now? This is technically the third one. But the first one lasted a, a, a much longer time than the second one. And the second one was a, is a you know, smaller model than the first one was. And and to be fair, the the second one had to go through, you know, COVID lockdown. So true, true. <laughs> yeah, it, it needed it, uh, to be put to extra use. It got quite the workout. Yeah. As as is this one getting? By the <laughs> I was like, oh. COVID's not done yet. It's still yeah. there. It's still it's, around. It's still, uh, it's still kicking. Yeah, it's still uh, kicking. So I'm still putting the the Readerville to to good use. Hey, Vomer, how are you? Uh, looking in our chat, Vomer's already said hi. Said hi. Hey. But welcome, welcome, agents. Uh, we do have some stuff to report on tonight. Just a uh, little. Just a little. Yeah, just a, just a tiny little bit. Considering that the uh, the, the long-awaited, well, not about long-awaited, but the rebalance for tanks and healers and dungeons and raids and all kinds of stuff uh, finally went live. It went live. It was yesterday, right? N no. <laughs> the 29th? The 29th. 29th. I was actually trying to find a date here, yes. It was the 29th. Uh, the rebalance uh, went live on the 29th. Kind of surprising. Kind of surprising us. Nine, um, nine days ago. It's only yeah. been nine days. It feels like forever. <laughs> Holy crap. At least for like me. But the rebalance went live, touching <laughs> touching pretty much every single aspect of the game, um, in in every capacity. Uh, Jimmy, you went ahead and you did a nine. You you went over all what, what did they say it was nine hundred nine hundred words nine, nine thousand nine words nine thousand words that's what it was. Yeah. It's over nine thousand. Yeah. Uh, quite possibly one of the heftiest uh, updates to Secret World that we have uh, ever could, seen. Maybe I was thinking about this. I think TSW had more updates, but as far as one that had as much in it at the same time, yeah, I don't know that that's true. I think this might have been like the single largest, and certainly patch notes wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Like it's like maybe they changed more stuff and then just didn't say anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't recall a patch note this long. No, this is a this is a uh, quite the yeah. Like just scrolling through it is taking me a while just to find just just to find the top and the bottom <laughs> to find to find the date when it when it was uh when it was made live. But yes, um. Yeah, I guess I guess I guess maybe you can call the the biggest update quite possibly the actual shift to Secret World Legends. That may have been a bigger update, but well, I don't think even then there was a large <laughs> enough. <laughs> even then, patch notes. even then, it's arguable, right? That <laughs> the patch notes for that was maybe a page long. Um, yeah. But yeah, quite possibly the biggest patch to hit the game uh, ever uh, came through September twenty ninth. And has uh, now had now had a week to to let to let go through. And it said instead of going over every single aspect that was touched, because that would take a very long time. About two and a half hours. I was gonna say, so. but Jimmy would know because <laughs> Jimmy went ahead and uh, <laughs> like an audiobook, went through the patch notes line by line. Yeah. Yeah, I'm genuinely surprised with how many people watched that. Yeah, not just on the stream because I think the stream did well, but also on on, on YouTube. Like, I was genuinely surprised. Like, oh wow! I, normally on YouTube, if you make content over like 15 minutes or something, like it's it's fairly rare to, to in my experience, for it to get watched all the way through. Mm-hmm. People just don't have the times the the attention span. <laughs> I was gonna say they don't have the time. They have the time. Come on, what else? Do you <laughs> they have the time. You can always find the time. It's the it's the attention span, right? Um, uh, but, but we do on, have on, oh. on that though. We we do have uh, like the sort of the short the short version. If you wanted to go over those, the cliff notes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did have that too. Yeah, I, I linked that in the in the document. So if you want to just touch on them in case anyone doesn't know, that that's like the the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> the rebalance patch for dummies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, so yeah, basically touched on play for free. Yes, I already play for free. Thank you. Um. <laughs> it's here. The massive dungeon and raid rebalance now live. This is one of the biggest updates for Secret World Legends ever, and we sincerely appreciate all the feedback and help everyone provided during testing. If this is all new to you, hey, no worries. Just keep on reading. We'll do our best to summarize the key points for the update, although you'll still want to wade through the colossal patch notes for full details on what to expect. Nearly 9,000 words of changes. So, well... You might be reading for a little while. Let's dive in. First things first, polymorphic glyph exchangers. All characters are receiving nine polymorphic glyph exchangers via delivered items. These will let you update your glyphs to suit your desired role. That's right, glyphs having meaning for tanks now. This is new. Uh, changes to the patron loot keys. The loot key system has been reworked. Dungeon scenarios and lairs no longer require keys to obtain loot, so every time you do a run, you can get loot from it. Uh, when completing a dungeon scenario or after killing a lair boss, a patron's chest will appear near the standard loot chest. 
one of each type of patron's chest can now be opened once per day by patrons. Uh, the patron chests award one guaranteed special distillate, energized or purified, anima shards, and varying useful items like distillate shifters or catalysts, exclusive cosmetics, or even three new agents. Now, there's a bunch of this stuff that we haven't even, like, distillate shifters. Like, that's not a thing that we have seen. Nope, that is. That is brand new. Brand new. And I don't think I even we even got a a, a hint of that before. Um, cash keys still remain in the game, and patrons continue to receive one cash key per day. Of course. Then, uh, under dungeons, raids, and scenarios, we are capping the occult defense leaderboard for highest wave due to the myriad of systemic changes that directly influence occult defense. We look forward to seeing the new highest wave that the players can reach. You may now queue up to Dungeon Elite Difficulty 17. And they've merged queues across several ranges. So there aren't 17 separate queues. The ranges are now as follows. Elite 1 to 2. Elite 3 to 4. Elite 5 to 7. Elite 8 to 10. Elite 11 to 13. Elite 14 to 16. And Elite 17. So now, now 7. Seven of them. Seven, which is actually three less than we had before. Yeah, because it went up to Elite 10 before, and there were yeah, 10 we separate. Have less queues, which is good. Less separation of people. So but... night, let's say Nightmare Mechanics now begin at Elite 8, which is the, the fourth level. And then additional mechanics now begin at Elite 14, which is the, uh, the, the sixth level. Yes. And new achievements have been added at Elite 17. So and it's oh Nightmare God, and Nightmare Plus. <laughs> like, holy, holy mother. <laughs> uh, complete the penthouse without anyone dying on E17. Oof, oof. Uh, complete Hell Eternal without anyone dying or damaging themselves on including Lens. Um. Complete darkness war without anyone dying or allowing four minds to die within one second of each other. What? What? <laughs> or so. So every time a Mayan comes at you, you can't. You have to like. Every time a Mayan dies, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, so every time one one dies, you have to like wait four seconds to kill another one. That's okay. You can sure. kill. You can sure. kill three Mayans, but then you have to wait a second. Right. So Wait. So read each even again. Within, within one second of each other, you lose. But three minds can die within one second, and you're okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Because my thought was on the final boss, and I was like, "How do you not kill them all at the same time?" <laughs> well, actually, normally you do pull them like the old way before everyone just went out and winged them. Which, by the way, on E17 you can't do. Mm. On E17, the new mechanic is they explode when they die. If you mm. gather them all up and wing them, the amount of damage that outputs literally wipes the entire group like a hundred times over. It's insane. Um, but yeah, so you'd have to kill three Mayans, wait like probably two seconds to be safe, and then kill three more Mayans. <laughs> like, oh my god, the the control you're going to have to have for that. So the, it, an Auk might even be worse. No one can die. You can't trigger rebirth, including filthy rebirth on any enemies, or allowing any enemies to have rebirth or filthy re rebirth active at the end of an encounter. 
what the holy hell? <laughs> I, I mean, the achievements are nuts. I, I did want to touch on on something though. Um, okay. On on the elite tier range, mm-hmm. and I have suggested it's been, or I've suggested other people have suggested too. Uh, I know they're. I don't know if anything will actually come of it, but these really these really need to be renamed. Uh, for example, we we did like a a penthouse unlocks penthouse unlocks. I think at E eleven. E eleven, I think we, we did like an E eleven to E uh, eleven to thirteen, and we and we completed it. And the person never done it before, and they're like, okay, so which difficulty did I just complete it at eleven, twelve, or thirteen? <laughs> I was like, oh no, 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 it's not like a random roll for what difficulty you get. It is the it is the the easiest difficulty with the highest, the highest rewards. Order. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it at E11, getting loot for e, for E13, but it just doesn't make sense. They need to rename it something else entirely. Like my example was uh, a cult defense, right? It's called Waves. Okay. Now each wave has a thing that tells you what IP you need to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or what? Uh, I don't even think it says tier. I don't even know if it says E. I think the earlier ones might say E tier. Yeah, up to E five it says that. But after that, it literally just says finish the wave before it. Yeah, <laughs> just um, just get there. Uh, and they say like require item power, you know, X. So really, it should just be called something else entirely, mm-hmm. like a different name, like elite tier. Leave that for you know Dark Agartha faction missions, whatever where you can pick one to seventeen. Um, for dungeons because they're cute, just call it something else. Um, some someone I think on the the closed server suggested like Ascension or something. Like I really don't care what it's called. I don't. I don't. I don't have a preference, but it should just be a, a different moniker, much like Occult Defense has waves, and just say like dungeon, you know thing one two three four five six seven <laughs> and then you just know like oh to to hit you know um if i want to do dungeon tier three which is right now e5 to seven i know my item power needs to be 450 right right as opposed to having this weird range that only makes sense if you knew the old system if you're a new player especially what the hell does this mean it's it's weird um like they could he just even call it just uh just rechange them so that we have instead of now ten, we now just have eight. And just say just call it just elite one through eight again. You could just do that, but um that would confuse well, a lot seven. of people, it's, right? It's that one would... through seven. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. One through one but, through seven. But that would, that would that would confuse a lot of people just to just to read. Well it also like it that. doesn't work for like Dark Agartha, which actually has one through seventeen. Mm-hmm. Right? The faction missions, Dark Agartha. Right, everything else has right individuals. Still. Yeah, anyone that yeah. has individuals, it wouldn't work for. So, I, so I just, so my thing is much like a cult defense has waves. You just need to label it a new name, a different name. Even you could even just straight up call it dungeon tier. Right, or even like Q level or something. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't care about the name, but <laughs> but having the having the range numbers is very confusing to people. Mm-hmm. Um. And understandably so. Understandably so. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I, w- I wanted to touch on, because we kind of skipped past it real quick, the distillate shifters, it's not immediately obvious um, to some, to a lot of people, myself included initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the last distillate shifter you use overwrites the effect. So if you have a distillate shifter that says all my net, like my next two drops will be talisman distillates, right? And you right. and you you activate it, you now have a buff on your bar that says a little two, my next two are gonna be this. But now you get a weapon one. Yeah, I say you get a weapon distillate shifter and you use that. Now it's gonna have a four, but all four are gonna be weapon. Oh, okay. So you have to be very careful about how the you use it. The reason this them. is important is a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want this one. This is trash. Let me vendor it. And they weren't vendorable when the patch first came out. I believe they are now. I think they got fixed. Um, but honestly, you don't want to. If you can afford to keep them, um, you want them. Because so. let's say you don't care about um, Signet or Glyph or Talisman, but you're leveling a weapon. Right. You still want all of those. You activate all of them first, activate your weapon shifter last, and it turns all of them into... Into weapons. Yeah, so now like your next 10 drops are weapon talisman. Weapon interesting, interesting. Okay. So yeah, that just, works, yeah. yeah, it's... La the last one sets the sets what all the charges are used for. Okay, and and, and a distillate shifter in in uh, just for just for basic purposes because we haven't seen these before is something that can make all your distillate drops one particular type. Correct. Yeah, but it's only used if you weren't going to get that. So, like, say say you have weapon, say you use the weapon distillate shifter, mm -hmm. and you go open a dungeon chest and it's giving you a weapon distillate. It doesn't use a charge. Because it didn't convert it. Okay. Right? But if it if it tries to give you a talisman distillate, the shifter converts it, takes away a charge. Nice. Okay. And you and you know when that happens because in your loot screen you'll see a gold shifter symbol. And that doesn't mean you got something. That means it used the one of the charges. And some people are like minorly confused, thinking like, oh I got a shifter. Like, no, that means you use the shifter. <laughs> right? Um but yeah, they're they're amazing. I cannot tell you over the years how many times I've been leveling up one thing and then you get like nothing but the other type of distillate. Oh yeah. Like, for the love of God, <laughs> please give me the one I need. And you go like a whole dungeon and get the wrong type. But as you said, it allows uh for more tactical thinking in that way to just be like, yeah, I've got you... I've got like eight of these. Or you know, I've got I've got a whole bunch of these other types, and I just want the one. It's like, well, now you can flush them all out simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. By the way, I did that. I had like a eight or a ten charge stack for weapon. I was I was very happy. Nice. Um, but but also, it can let you run content that wouldn't normally give you that. For example, right. Uh, right. signets normally uh, come from layers, but if you stack a good stack of signet ones, you go run a dungeon for uh, or a scenario or something, and yeah, you can come scenario, up You go run a scenario for signets. Yeah. Or a scenario for weapon distillates, which is what I did. Um, so yeah, it's, they're super useful and uh, there's lots of ways to take advantage of them. The biggest, the biggest, I think, thing is if it's a type you don't want, you still want it because it's it's a potential charge for the one you do want. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, so, that yeah. was so no, no reason, no reason to vendor them or get rid of them. And you can buy those from the store. Uh, the shifters, uh, or they drop from patron chests. 
of which uh, patron gets uh, one, 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 one each type. type per day. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the patron chests also are dropping like old TSW item of the month cosmetics. <laughs> I say, so let's say the patron chests not only are dropping those, but they're dropping exclusive cosmetics and uh, three new agents as well. Yes, I get to see one of the agents, but oddly enough, apparently there a lot of them are acrobatic related buffs or something. That was weird. I've yet to to get one myself. I, I got like one old TSW item of the month uh, cosmetic, which I thought was cool. <laughs> I didn't have it. That is very um, cool. I was like, but you still have yet to do. Have you done your final uh, switch over from TSW? No, no, I have not. But I okay, know I didn't have that. Okay. I did, no, I did my first transfer, so I would have. I would have had it because all that stuff's really old. Oh, Vomer, Vomer says all three new agents are on TSWDB. If you want to go ahead and link that, uh, we'll see which. Uh, all three have effects on active dodge. Interesting. Interesting. Um, oh, and and an, I, I don't know if it noted in the thing. On on launch of of the patch, they gave everyone one set of of patron keys. No, it did not mention that. So, um, they gave everyone one set of keys. Good. So okay. Now, now, a paying player, your keys expire. Right, if you don't use it that day, you don't. You, they don't stack up. Right, right. But the free players that got one free set to try out, which is one of each, theirs don't expire. Nice. So, like, if you just you know um, hadn't spent it yet or whatever, it's not. It's not like it. Like you have that one day, and oh, I didn't do a layer today. No, and it's gone. Like no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, you can use it the next day. So. But that was really cool, I thought. Like, um, really cool to give everyone an idea. So, you because otherwise the free to play players are looking at that new chest that spawns at the end of dungeons or the end of the lair, and they're like, and What the, the heck is this? Is. Yeah, but they get the chance to experience it, it helps encourage people maybe subscribing, you know, mm -hmm. trying out Patreon for a month. Mm -hmm. I thought that was super good move on their part. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I just really like it. Well, because the other keys are gone. That's the other thing that's amazing. Like it kind of feels weird, even. Like I'm like, oh, I can just open chests now. Like every chest, whatever. every single chest. Yeah. yeah. I can run story mode and be like, yeah, whatever, open. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it matter. Collect it anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't matter. Is it continuing on items, item XP, and crafting? We've added several yes. new crafting items and adjusted distillate values across the board. Recovering glyphs and signets cost 4,000 moths for a red item, and the price scales down for lower quality. This change is already live, but included here for completeness. So, like, seriously reduced. It used to be 20. It used to be it used to be 20, and to get 4,000 moths is like, what, you it's get, you can gain, it's like nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, you can get that twice over just by doing dailies. Yeah. Um, so just recovering signets and glyphs out of items is now uh, relatively trivial uh, on top of that. Yeah, I've, I've done it already a couple of times. I would say which is which is excellent. All right, let's see. Let's see some of these. Let's see some of these agents. We have 
TSWDB, of course, is Vomer Vomer Run. We have the Toad Brothers. Monster Hunters. Humans aged 18 to 20. (laughs) (laughs) Resilience and Charisma Traits. I apparently started with the last one. <laughs> well, that was the first thing I opened up. <laughs> That's right. We'll start with the rogue coder. Yeah, rogue coder, uh, female, virtual reality engineer, human, age 28. Intelligence, dexterity traits, support abilities is um, protection for three seconds on dodge. So extra protection on dodging. Interesting. Wait, do those amounts stack? So at level 50, is it 4K or is it 6K? Because you would also get level 25. So yeah. You would think, yeah. You would think, yeah. Like both passives should be active. So maybe 6,000? I don't know. Their profile pictures on the site are about to get updated to Winky Face. Wait, so is that a, like a placeholder picture? Is there a different picture in game or something? Um, I do like the quote. Uh, the first quote. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Can't talk. Trying to di- diagnose a blue screen of death. <laughs> <laughs> Bsod. I, Good times. I was I was letting my kid use my laptop for his schooling, his homeschooling, and uh, it overheated and started making horrible, horrible noises and dying, and then blue screened. And he okay. started freaking out because it was literally like making death cries. Like okay. it was bad. It blue screen and Windows 10 doesn't normally blue screen. It blue screen hard. And I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the new blue screens have a frowny face on them. Yep. So he kept running out and told my wife, it's it's screaming and it's got a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tried to make it kinder. And I'm not quite sure why they tried doing that. They're just like, oh, something's wrong. Your hardware failed. <laughs> Wop wop. It's still not a good thing. Um, that's pretty great. The second one is the the Hessian. Um, update their profile. Yes, the Hessian, for example, looks like a Kiss cosplay player. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh, way. Well, he should. His profession is a black metal woman. That's not. That's. That looks like Metalocalypse. Former frontman for a moderately successful Scandinavian black metal band. That screams Metalocalypse to me. I, I don't know if you know what Metalocalypse I is. I do not. Oh, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, it's an adult swim cartoon. Okay. That it very uh, well possibly possibly could be. I, I just a face and the hair. Is anyone in chat? Hey, Uni, thanks for the raid. Yeah. Vomer says you'll get more Metalocalypse as you read. Okay, good. Subject is a former frontman for a moderately successful Scandinavian black metal band. Following in the footsteps of Theodore Wicker, the Hessian split his tongue in order to properly pronounce the demonic language used extensively in his songs. The Hessian serves as Wicker's representative in the mortal realm and thus will be eager to accept contracts dealing with the Hell Dimension or the Occult.
Interesting. Interesting. 34 years old. <laughs> and his portabilities are five, uh, 25 and 50 is adding outgoing damage on dodge. So the first one was protective uh, was protection and this one is outgoing damage. I like it. I like it. And then the third one is the the Toad Brothers. Originally from Kingsmith, interesting. Because it always it always starts it always starts in Kingsmith. Oh, That's where you it know begins. what? It's worth noting. I uh, I don't think we noted this. They each come from different patron chests. It looks like. Yeah, we're just uh, reading about them. Uh, oh yeah, layers, dungeons, one. and. Uh, so the roadbuilder comes from scenario ones. The Toad Brothers come from Lair, and the Hessian comes from Dungeon. And so the final one, the Lair Patron Chest, the uh, the Toad Brothers, uh, Resilience, Charisma, and their 25 and 50 is Outgoing Healing on Dodge. So yes, three things having to do with, with dodging. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, we're just reading about them, Uni. <laughs> yeah, we don't have them, but people have gotten them. I believe that's uh, people have sent information to Vomer. Uh, I remember seeing some of it, at least on the Discord. You got that one. Which one did you get? The the Toad Brothers. I want, I want, yeah, I want the. I want the, the plus, Hessian. The plus damage on uh, on dodge is. I that kind of, nice. I kind of doubt it's like. Um, I have serious doubts whether that's going to be meta or not. Com- like comparing the the agent, you have to swap out to use it. Right. But I just like like it screams metalocalypse to me, and that that's pretty awesome. <laughs> but it's also really like you know if you're actively combating something and you dodge to get out of the way then suddenly you're right there just doing more damage at it like it's just it's just a nice thing yeah yeah i'm just saying like compared to like i don't know uh oleg who gives you like plus or just attack a, rating like consist like non-stop oh, all right? the time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't that's what i mean i don't know if it'll be meta or anything but it's cool mm-hmm. and it's and also um they could very well be something that you slot at like for newer players as they're like, you know, coming up mm-hmm. because just uh, throwing this out there too. The patron chests are at the end of story mode dungeons. They are. Yeah. They're not just at the end of um, just now granted um, layers and elite. layers and um, scenarios are like level 50 content. Mm-hmm. But story world dungeons, they they seem to spawn at the end of those. So, at the very least, you know, I could see someone newer putting some of these to use. But the ones in um, layers and uh, layers and scenarios are protection and healing. So they yeah, do more tank and healing. All the wax. Yeah, I'm less uh, solid on those. But regardless, it's not a consistently up 
up thing, right? Because you have to dodge to, to, to trigger it. Yeah, but it's interesting. It's, it's also just interesting that they decided to like have another way to trigger uh, mm-hmm. stuff. One that we um, haven't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which in and of itself is kind of surprising and, and interesting. If you're like, oh, there's going to be a new way to trigger an agent, I'd be like, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> Jumping up and down. Yeah. On jump. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, now you've given them one. I would use that. <laughs> Technic- so technically, with- yeah, I was going to say on jump makes you. Literally, uh, literally, like every AR player in the game would, would be like, yes, please give me an agent that triggers on jump. Because they're all jumping like nonstop. <laughs> I think that would I think it would just entice people just to jump nonstop. <laughs> that might actually be a negative thing. You maybe don't add that one in. Um No, don't don't it's okay, Nervelle. Just just add that one in. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> just see just people just... hopping everywhere. It's a hot fix coming up. Fighting uh, fighting everyone, <laughs> just hopping. Bunny hopping for the win. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you get an agent. <laughs> What was That'd one of my cool. uh, in in another game that I play? Um, I played Star Trek Online, and they they came out with a uh, with a with a major abilities that triggered on moving backwards. And so it's like if you walked, if you like, or not in this case, if your ship, if you put it in reverse, and it was in reverse for more than like five seconds, then you would have like a whole bunch more protection, and and you'd start like getting more healing, and actually moving in reverse started healing you. I, I can always, I can just imagine, you know, all of a sudden you're grinding a beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I and so totally. in this case too, it's like, what about just not just dodging, but what about just walking backwards? How about that as a trick? <laughs> I can play this whole game in reverse. Hundred <laughs> percent. I can just start giving like, you know, if you if you want to talk triggers, that could be it. There could there could be like uh, a thousand triggers. I'm gonna write that down. I need to play this game in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> idea. All the way backwards. Yeah, uh, start a new character. Of... Walk backwards to the tutorial, <laughs> right? Next would be backwards walk. and upside down. <laughs> I think the only the only issue would be things like <laughs> things that are stuck in place, right? That would be the only issue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you'd be able to because everything would be. Everything would be trying to. Well, no, it wouldn't. It'd just be charging at you. I guess you have to like yeah, run around. You, yeah, <laughs> it, it can face you. That that's fine, right? Yeah. You're just moving backwards. That's okay. The only problem is going to be things like the lurker, where like you can't get behind it. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Potentially. Uh. Well, no. Still, you could walk backwards up to it and then turn. Right. So you can still be facing it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, that's on you for making up the rules. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 you can only use AOE. <laughs> you, well, you could do that, but what I'm saying is, you can always end up facing the direction you want because you can't move forwards, but you can move backwards. You can get there to move backwards. Yeah, yeah, that's you can possible. Move backwards and turn right, and move backwards and turn right, and now it's in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, totally. I'm doing a backwards run of this. You're doing, game. you're doing a backwards run. <laughs> I'm making awesome. a note. Making a note. <laughs> backwards. Giving uh, ideas. Of SWL. Okay. 
I say, but they say that uh, many signets, talismans, and weapon affixes have received balance adjustments, and they've also added a couple new signets and an entire new set of talismans as well. Uh, under weapons and rolls, healing and tanking have received major changes and was one of the primary focuses of this update. Healers have been shifted to a more tactical playstyle to make their abilities and elites feel more impactful while achieving new balance. This also includes adjusting how healing anima allocation works. You want to allocate 51% or more of your anima to healing to take advantage of the new mechanics. 51%. At 50%, doesn't work. 51%. Correct. That is <laughs> it true. Work. It doesn't do anything. Actually, uh, of, of note, at 51%, healers get 30 energy instead of 15. Mm, okay. But all this stuff costs way more energy, so it's... The give and take. Yeah. Uh, tanking has received an overhaul and many tank. Yeah, I was going to say menu. Menu <laughs> tank. Many tank related abilities and passives have been redesigned or outright replaced to give each tank weapon a unique flavor and focus. All bonus hate generation from abilities, passives, and items have been removed. Instead, survivability anima allocation provides bonus threat. Additionally, all nine weapons have received significant changes. Some weapons may even be completely different from what you're used to. Okay, so one, one streamer that I was watching, or uh, not even a streamer, one person that was in my chat the other day, I, I don't know if they stream, uh, but, uh, but they were in my chat the other day, and uh, they were saying, uh, they, were, they were like, oh, I'm going through story mode, and I can just wreck everything. And it's like, oh, that, that's awesome. I was like, what, uh, what are you rolling as? And they said, they said a tank. And I was like, oh, cool. So what's your, what's your animal alloc allocation at? And they're like, 100% tank. They're literally playing the entire game through 100% yes. survivability. Because you just you just run, uh, if you run glyphs and you run the signature ability. Mm -hmm. So the signature ability is what's doing you the most damage when you do that. Oh, by the way, yes, those new pictures are great. And he's totally Metalocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. you, did you update them now? Yeah. Bomber said uh, they're updated. Well done. Well done, Bomber. So that's that one. And Rogue Coder looks like, uh, yeah, Hessian. <laughs> Metalocalypse. There you go. Okay. And Rogue Coder looks like that now. That's, that's, that's not too sweet. much different, but yeah. No, but, but, that, like, but that, that makes more sense. That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. Because the Rogue Coder is in. Venice. It's in Venice, yeah. That's who you buy the uh, like healing kits and turrets from before you start a scenario. And also who you buy the, the cheat pass to get through it. Or, I don't or know used if that's, to. Or used I to, don't, yeah. I don't think that's a thing anymore. But you did in, you did in TW, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you could. Very nice. And so under miscellaneous, they say, we've also added some adjustments to your ultimate ability, healing potions, and solo survival passives. Saying that's the that's a too long didn't read. <laughs> so if you want the full patch notes, you could read them, or you could have you could go to YouTube and see Jimmy read them to you in his soothing dulcimer <laughs> tones. And my, and my manic drunk voice <laughs> as I progress more and more margarita over two and a half hours reading the patch notes. Are you be able to get it on Audible? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I don't even know what do, what what would that even compare to some novels? Nine thousand words is that a? 
I mean, That's I don't know if it's story. just a novel, but it is a, it is for a patch note. It's freaking insane. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, yeah. Like no question for a patch note that is utterly unheard of. Like generally, at that point, just release a new game and then be like, "This is how the game." <laughs> we now have Secret World Legends too. <laughs> that, by the way, that's what I called it on when I was reading it. I was like, "Esten, welcome to Estefield 2.0. 2.0, yeah, 2.0, yeah, really. It's the expansion. Yeah, no, like I was like, I don't care what they're calling it, and I don't care that no one that they're not calling the new mechanics Nightmare Plus. The new mechanics of Nightmare Plus, and this is Estevil 2.0. Everyone just get on board. Right. They're, they're, they may not be calling it that, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay? A rose. Yeah. A rose under any other name is still a rose. Um, um. Yeah. Added. And so after the patch notes, uh, Andy posted a little more. He said that they added a bit about all players. All players are now receiving patron keys, as you said, Jimmy. Yeah. Because they didn't tell you why. It just was a thing. Yeah, all players are receiving patron keys with this update, uh, at least a, a set. So all free players will have have the chance to yeah have a uh, get themselves one of the patron boxes that drops and not feel completely left out. Yeah, really cool. And so they had now two hot fixes that have already taken place. Uh, the first one was on October first, and um, the the a couple of big things from that is. They fixed healing dealt healing dealt combat channel reporting by other players or NPCs. Healing done by others is again properly categorized in the healing and vicinity channel. Um, privilege escalation now properly awards. The Manhattan exclusion zone, the unutterable lurker, will not target pets with pure filth. That was a problem. It was indeed. And that the lair chest, the patron lair chest, can now be opened by a full 10-player raid on lair and regional bosses, and it can be opened now by a full 40-player raid on mega bosses. Apparently, the, the patron chest had a cap of five. Yes. And that needed to be fixed. It did, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like everyone going, let's get spend our... our- Let's spend our key. Let's do it. We'll do a mega boss. Y'all get in there. And the first five people to click it, it works for. And everyone else is like, what the hell, dude? Mm -hmm. Uh, Then in the October 7th hotfix, the Aegis of Parallelism is now explained in the Chaos Mechanic info pane, as well as the updated patron benefits tooltip is to now match the new patron chest system. Um, That's just good good actually throwing what uh, what those two are in there the dressing room drop earrings show the appropriate faction version and faction space suits show the appropriate version in the dressing room in the agent network they fixed an issue that prevented the toad brothers effect from granting the full 10 percent bonus at level 50 and the hessian toad brothers and rogue coders temporary boosts now report when they end in the combat log for those players who like to monitor uptime the buffs are still invisible in the UI to reduce unnecessary buff tray clutter. The activity finder, occult defense wave one will now accept signups. <laughs> yeah, apparently it, it wasn't. And that was a, that was a problem. Oh, uni says it's still a target in the penthouse though. Well, I don't know how big of a, is that, is that as much of a problem in the penthouse? The pets? Or the, or she, oh, is that, it's, it's got to be delay. Is that what it was? It was the pets are still a problem in the penthouse? Yeah. 
Huh. Like oh, yeah. in um in the in the New York raid, that could be a real problem because if it targets it with. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Why the hell are you using living flame in the penthouse? Get out! You're evicted. <laughs> <laughs> because he's fun. It's a fun pet. <laughs> living flame. It's fun. Armors <laughs> because I can. Because I can. Yes. No pet allowed in the penthouse. Okay. <laughs> Some things are just common sense. That's like when there was a problem with living flame in New York raid. It was like, why the hell are you running living flame in New York raid? Pretty sure they make you sign something that says that you won't have pets in the penthouse. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that's a fair thing to ask. Yeah. For you don't want a dog that that high up anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For science, of course. All right, so Occult Defense Wave 1 will now accept signups. Apparently, people trying to queue for Occult Defense Wave 1 were told, nope, sorry, you have to complete previous waves first. Well, why don't you sign up for Wave 0 then? Yes, sign up for Wave 0. And then it'll tell you, nope, can't do that one either. Got to sign up for Wave Negative (laughs) 1. In Dungeons, increased boss damage for tiers below Elite 17, so they buffed the, the, the bosses actually doing more damage to you. I like how that's like not... I like how it's not like, oh, these tiers. It's, eh, everything below 17. <laughs> everything. Just across the board. But you had a good reason. You you said you had a good reason for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe it It has to do with the cues being, uh, sorry, the tiers being smushed together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's when you have engaged. a range of three tiers and a potential range of like 300 or more item power, uh, per person, that means that things can easily get overgeared. And then you had people immediately doing weird stuff like, you know, four DPS in the tank. Like, we don't need a healer because the tank's like three levels above what's there. And so they can survive long enough. And the DPS are doing enough damage quick enough that it's not a problem. And so, yeah, I think it, it definitely did need to happen. Um, I'm curious if it's going to be a problem if, like, a full, somehow, like, all, I don't know, E5 group does the, the one that starts at E5. Like, are they going to have an issue? Mm. But I guess we'll see. Bomber says a tier smushing broke some of the dungeon achievements, too. You can't get the E8 achievement on E8 to 10. You, can, you only get it in 11 plus. Mm. Oh, because it's not on E8. Vomer, it's on the tier, I assume, right? Or no, it can't be on the no, tier. The tier no, because that's, that's probably exists. still on the old system now. I don't know if they fixed that, right? I was like, that, that's just probably should have to just be fixed. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's just broken. I was thinking like it was thinking of the tier, but there's not eight tiers now. It's only seven. So it can't there's only be seven that. tiers, right? Yeah. So it's, it's just broken. All kinds of broken. All kinds of broken. Um, that's okay. They'll fix it. There's a couple other things it. that are broken. Uh, I'm pretty sure related to Living Flame, actually. Unfortunately, as cool as Living Flame is, which Living Flame is freaking awesome, doesn't belong in a raid or the penthouse, but <laughs> for solo content, Living Flame is freaking amazing. I, I was running around having fun with it. It seemed to like to throw fireballs after I killed something, and I was like, good for you. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you killed it. But for, for example... 
like I'll go into like E17 scenarios or Dr. Yartha, like either one, and I'll just go 100% DPS. No, no tank allocation at all. Barely need a heal. And as a pistol main, actually, fun fact, your clean slate heals your living flame. Nice. Okay. So I can just heal him up. And, it, and he's getting healed anyway from your doing damage. Only if you do it with Ellie, though. Right, 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 right. Only Ellie damage. But my okay. clean slate heals him so, and, and me at the same time, right? So, like, that's pretty cool. And if he dies and he's not on cooldown, you can just recast him. Um, and when you cast him, he's an impair. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no solo content, scenario content, that kind of stuff. He's freaking amazing. He, make, um, wait, he makes a metal sword shink sound when it auto attacks. <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> um, shink, shink. As it throws so fireballs. He, I believe, though, he's reason that a couple of things are broken in Dr. Gartha. Like the djinn won't enkindle anymore at all. Okay. And the, the gatekeeper has blue balls. Like, he, when, when he has the modifier where he's supposed to cast plasma balls, okay. he goes to cast them and then just doesn't. Like, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to throw a yellow orb. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm pretty good. sure. I'm pretty sure it's because. <laughs> That's funny. In the open beta. What was happening is the living flame could be targeted by, like, say, Anima Drain, right? Mm-hmm. The gatekeeper could, would target or target living flame with the plasma ball. Same with the gin. It's supposed to cast and kindle on you, right? It would cast and kindle on the flame, on the living flame. Okay. And they, they intentionally don't want that. They want those effects to go on you. So most of those have been fixed. Like, gatekeeper will only Anima Drain you now, not living yeah, flame. Yeah, yeah. But... I think on the gin and the gatekeeper's plasma balls, they messed up some things so that it's not targeting living flame anymore, but it's also not targeting you correctly either. Okay, so it's just targeting it's targeting else. Yeah, it happened because they because they fixed it so it wouldn't target living flame and somehow made it to <laughs> not target anything. They, they fixed it too well. <laughs> yeah, they fixed it in the ground. And I love- uh, right, Uni says, I still want to point out one more time, for the record, it wasn't me. Okay, Uni. Okay, we, we I believe feel you. Like Uni's just singing that song. Isn't that from Shaggy? <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> um, living flame I on the counter. I would like to point out that you can indeed drown your living flame. I found it out in Kaiden, or at least it, it, it appears that way. Like they won't follow you swimming and they'll just like disappear so um you can go drown your your living flame buddy in the lake just just fyi i was entertained that it's just the they just took like a small like a um it's just like a small person a small invisible person that is just constantly on fire so it's so it still has like all of the um the idle animations like it'll um it'll like you know shift its weight back and forth (laughs) You brought your living flame to the fatigue zone. What fa- what fatigue zone? What are you talking about? I don't know what I don't know what you're referring to. In the fatigue zone? Yeah. Bomber session. Oh, if you swim far out of the map, you get extreme damage so you die at the edge of the map. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You can do that like in Blue Mountain or something. I know what you're talking about. 
you can just head out and then at some point it's like no screw you yeah what are you doing what are you doing stop yeah, living flame can't actually swim oh yeah that's right darkness war does have does have one the living flame can't swim he can he can follow you if it's like walking depth but he won't swim he just gets stuck if the if the water is like walking by the way it's freaking hilarious to be like in polaris on like the third boss in the water and the living flame is like waist deep and just running next to you in the water and you're like <laughs> you're like sure this makes sense yeah. this makes sense it just reminds me of like the futurama where bender's smoking a cigar underwater and and, and they're like don't like you're not supposed to question the the physics that are going on there yeah just yeah. just don't don't just worry don't about the fun. physics yeah. yeah don't worry about that about that uh under itemization for the 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 new hotfix the talisman golden coin no longer retaliates if the target has a dungeon reflect shield active the talisman bracer of forgotten heroes no longer retaliates if the target has a dungeon reflect shield active signet of thorns also no longer retaliates if the target has a dungeon reflect shield active apparently they had a whole bunch of problems with reflect shields the talisman serum pouch they fixed the item's tooltip and the patron distillate shifters can now be sold to vendors, as you said. It wasn't initially, but that's part of the fix. Yeah, that was a problem, but also a little problem because people didn't realize how they worked. I was gonna say, but also, yeah, they they're not they weren't fully explained exactly. Which uh, hopefully that's like you know maybe the overwriting is um, maybe that's maybe that's not supposed to be as it, intended. No, it, it I, I believe it is in, it is intended. It's just. I, and I wouldn't say that it's even not. It's how, how, how do I say this? If you already have a distal shifter active, you can use this item. This item will add X to your existing number of charges, and all charges will shift to this type. It does tell you in the description, mm -hmm. right? You just have to read the whole thing. You just have to read the whole description. Okay. So it is intended. And, and all right. No one's yeah, doing that. See is the next X distillates looted from elite dungeon scenario layer chest will be converted to this, and then and then this and the one part where it says it'll add charges, you go yeah yeah add charges I get it, but who makes it to the bottom of the paragraph? <laughs> who reads words? Actually, that's been a point of contention in general in the Discord over the past like a little over a week since the patch because it hasn't been that long. Mm -hmm people crying about how it doesn't explicitly tell them there's not enough pop-ups telling them shit has changed i'm just like you don't read your ability yeah read like it read it first pushing a button that you've used for like two years or maybe if you're a new player not even that long but you push it and now it does something completely different you're not going to open the ability and take a glance at what it says especially for something like this that could you know yeah, that could be a, a big a big change. I feel like especially especially in Secret World, I feel like reading is kind of a requirement. <laughs> yeah, read, pay attention. You get so much more out of this game if you actually stop and read things. Like it's not, true. Well, even if even if you're like ah story whatever, I just want to play through the game, right? Even if you're one of those people, which I feel like this is still not the game for you. Whatever. Mm. In Mandatory story progression in the game, you have to translate Romanian. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, 
There's a Maybe. slight effort that you need to put in. That you should probably read your mouse and keyboard. You're doing maybe, mm-hmm. and I know, especially and like also for vets, you're so used to being a, things a certain way. Um, this is actually a big problem with blood, and the reason I did uh, the video I did is because blood has changed pretty drastically. Like its mechanic has changed pretty drastically, and I got tells and messages from people like in the first few days, like. Blood is a healer weapon only now. They completely screwed it for DPS. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's just a lack of understanding fundamentally what has changed and what you need to adapt, you know, to, to change with it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, especially for the, uh, the tanking and healing weapons, is to use the signature ability. Signature ability is key because the signature abilities for all the tanking and healing weapons now uh, the signature ability bases it off of your bases its damage based off of your healing and tanking. Uh, well, is the, your your signets? The signature ability specifically, yeah, is a tank ability. It specifically is off of your tank glyphs. So you're you're allocate well you you actually should be allocated into, into damage if you want to do a lot of damage with it. Uh, for one, mm-hmm. because it's supposed to offset um, nothing doesn't do damage in tank because it does, but it's supposed to off it's supposed to let tanks do solo content without changing their glyphs. Right, that's the whole point. So when you take that ability and you scale yourself to 100% DPS. And you use that thing, it hits like a freaking Mack truck because it's making up the difference of like none of your other abilities are going to crit or have crit power because you don't mm-hmm. have those glitches, right? And then also, its cooldown is reduced uh, generally by things like evading or glancing hits, and you have those glyphs. So in solo content, you'll, you'll be able to spam that a lot faster than the 30 second cooldown, right? Because you're going to constantly be reducing its cooldown. Um, so for instance, like the tank signature, right? Taking taking damage is one of the things that reduces its cooldown. Just getting hit reduces its cooldown. Successfully mitigating received damage reduces its cooldown. Mm-hmm. Because it's hammer and raging reduces the, the cooldown. All, all three of those things remo- like reduce its cooldown timer somewhat. So, so if you're, it, I say it gives you just, the ability to have it up almost the entire time. Yeah, like it'll go from, you know, depending on how many things are attacking you. Like, let's say you're like in Kaiden or something and a bunch of shit's hitting you. Mm. You'd be like, signature. Two, five seconds later, signature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so 30. Um, they, uh, but they had problems in the, as part of the second hotfix, Again, the, the Chaos Signature Twist Fate, the Hammer Signature Blazing Fury, and the Shotgun Signature Sonic Blast. The damage over time portion no longer deals damage to targets that have a Dungeon Reflect Shield active. So, yeah. again, Reflect Shields are big. Okay. Yeah, they're a thing now. <laughs> and in, especially in E17, they really, really hurt. Um, and apparently they fixed a typo in the pistol description. I, I didn't even notice a typo. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't gonna read that one. It's a typo. Was it, wasn't there a typo when uh, looked at something last time? Unless I'm oh, thinking of something else. Typos, okay, to, there's a fair amount of typos. Oh yeah, I mean it'll obviously be a, 
going by. You figured they, the sheer amount of text, right? Like just they I happen. give I, I will give that to them. There's so much text in the game. There's mm-hmm. bound to be oh yeah. Like if that's just that's just math percentages, there's bound to be mm-hmm. either typos or grammatical errors that they get missed. There's just a that a mountain of text that's bound to happen. But it's funny when I do when I do redo uh new new characters and run through the game again and I, and I usually read everything when I'm doing it because I, I enjoy that part and and each time a new I discover like you know reason like that wait this sentence doesn't make sense this is wrong <laughs> why did you do this um at what uh elite level spell reflect mechanics appear would that be nightmare or nightmare plus uh no no they they appear in nightmare for sure right. I can't remember if they're even before that. I mean I think Ted does Machine Tyrant not have a reflex shield in like story mode? I think it does. It just doesn't hurt you or hurt you hardly at all. So it might have it, but it's not a it's not a full damage reflex shield. Yeah, like, story mode. You're not shooting the shield and getting one shot. The, the one that, that really comes to mind for me is that uh, the boss that's in Kingsmith for the for which um, which event is it that has those bosses like the, the boss where you have to like each zone has a has a new boss which which event is that that doesn't exist anymore no it does it they they added them they're new. Relatively oh, you new. mean the winter ones? The winter, the winter. Okay, yeah, the winter ones. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the old guardian, the guardians of Gaia, which are moved to the. No, they, no, they no, were, no, no. Yeah, they're they're, they're not around anymore. But the one that's in Kingsmith, he has a pretty harsh reflect shield if you're not careful. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah yeah he has misdirect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tragedy, you mean tragedy? The revenant tragedy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the one that I mean. Yes, I think. I think he might have actually got adjusted. So uh, I, I recall seeing a patch note or something somewhere. I think his cast might be less often now or something and longer. So easier to interrupt and a longer downtime between him recasting it. I was say he was rough when they first put him out. Well, because you could interrupt it, but man, that cast time was like, that cast bar would go like this. Whoop. Yep. Uh. And he would also recast it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I think. I watched Jimmy die to him. I'm sure I did at least at some point. I I've died to him a, more than a few times. <laughs> I want to say I've I died to him. I've killed him more than I've died to him. I want to say the first time that they've that they came out. Um, like I remember trying that one first because it's Kingsmith. You're like, oh, it's the first one. I'll go do that one. And just over, yeah, like a. It wrecked me the first time that I uh, that I faced him, and I was like, "Are they all going to be like this?" And no, it's, it was really like just him. <laughs> like they all have interesting mechanics, but that one specifically was just like, "Nah, he, he wasn't that hard." Or Would he was uh, he was over hard. Tragedy is a comedy. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one, bummer. Good one. All right. Um, cool. After you. We kind of already talked about um, the patch notes, right? Yes. So that's so that's uh, basically it for the for the patch notes and the 
the stuff that went on with the rebalance. If you want the full rebalance, of course, you could go check out uh, on secretworldlegends.com on the forums. Um, and also, as I said, Jimmy's YouTube video where you can go and <laughs> have the patch notes read to you. Oh, and speaking of that, um, Twitch has changed some things, but uh, panels, I think, are now located under the About section on, on a stream. So the the night's links of stuff will be in a, a panel on our Twitch. So yes. it's, uh, if you're looking for like the hotfix link or the, the rebalance link, the different videos we're talking about or we'll end up talking about, um yeah you need SWL patch notes the audiobook <laughs> so yeah any any links that we talk about during the show you can actually go and, and check out now underneath the uh in one of the panels below yeah you have to click on the avatar link or the avatar picture then click on the about uh tab i don't like that they move that so it's like so hidden now but you can also yeah. if you're watching a stream uh, it does not show there, unfortunately. So yeah, you'll have to click on the avatar little circle and then then bout. That's like remember like you used to just scroll down and be like, hey, there's like the about button, there's the thing, or there's the there's the donate, or there's mm-hmm. uh, it's been it's been like this for a couple months now. Yeah, uh, I, think, I know. Yeah, but it's annoying. There's a whole stink when it, they first did that too, and on Reddit and all that. It was fun to watch. Um, What what do you what do you want to move on to next, Maggie? Um. So well, we have. Uh, I guess we can go over the information that I was that I was just privy to today. Uh, I was talking with um with Andy today about the Halloween event, wondering when the Halloween event was going to be starting, uh, when that is uh, uh what what it will entail, and he did tell me that that the Halloween event that Sam Hain this year will be, will be starting. Uh, hopefully not officially. He should be sending something out tomorrow, but the, but Sam Hain should be starting on Tuesday. So Sam Hain this year will be starting on the 13th of October. Hopefully, hopefully that could change. You never know that could change, but uh, the 13th of October is when they are slated to potentially start Sam Hain this year. Uh, but he said, sadly, to not necessarily expect anything too new, that for the most part, uh, all of their resources had been on pushing out the rebalance and getting the rebalance through. So uh, it's pretty much going to be the same stuff that we have encountered in previous in previous was, uh, incarnations of Sam Hain. And that's to be expected. New stuff all the time. I think that was fairly expected. Yeah given like this massive uh, push of stuff. Yeah, because it's they only have like a very limited number of people actually working on the game. Mm-hmm. And they've been for months now working on the rebalance. And they didn't have any time to say, hey, let's do a new cosmetic it or something. It's been a long time. It's been a mm-hmm. long, long time. Not to mention they're still going through the shakeup with Tencent. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, that hasn't that hasn't fully realized on their end just quite yet. But uh, I've been in closed beta on the rebalance since May. Okay, yeah. So 
I don't know when they started. You know Probably I mean? six, six to eight months prior to I that. I don't know when they started, but I've been in the closed beta on it since May. That is a long time. Yeah. Well, Armin brought up a good good point there because he's new or they're new. So there's going to be a lot of new people that are just experiencing this for the first time. So well, them, this, uh, this match has actually brought back a lot of players. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of new players. Uh, like I said, the, the person that I was encountering uh, they're, that they're running through as full tank. They basically just started playing not too long ago. They, they came back for the patch. <laughs> you said I hear you say not to expect too much new stuff. And all I hear is, so there's going to be new stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, who knows? <laughs> I mean, here, okay. No one said anything to me, but I would hazard a guess if, if anything is new, it's possibly login rewards. Right, right. Like, like I can imagine, imagine them putting even more of the, the the what you call the um, some of the new distillates or some of the whatever in the in the rewards this year. Oh, like the shifters or yeah, or or something, or something. Yeah, like I could see the login rewards being different, and maybe like a, a cosmetic or two, or or a sprint or something like that. Wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. That hmm. as, as quote new, but as far as like a new Halloween mission or something, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, think so. no, no, yeah, no, 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 no giant new content, basically. Well, but even last year, the giant new content that we had was what Moons of Madness. That's so that was that was an entire game that uh, true. Came I out. need to play that again. Uni, I think just yeah, Uni just finished Moons of Madness recently on stream. Nice, nice. Uh, and it reminded me that I need to play it again. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And also, it's so frustrating to watch someone else play when you play it. <laughs> it's ridiculously frustrating, right? Like, Don't do that. Keep walking past the thing. No. It's God, right there. And then she hosted someone else who was had even worse problems. And it's like, oh, my God. And you don't want to spoil it. But at the same time, you're like, look. You can like walk past that same thing so many times. At some mm-hmm. point, you need to fucking look at it. But you uh, also know another way to uh, set Jimmy off. Oh yeah, look at Ember's inventory. Yeah. Holy mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of inventory, I, I was actually on Uni stream, but like, but right, but like, literally right before we started. Um, <laughs> I, I now have uni. I now have fifteen free inventory slots. Fifteen. Whoa. And I only have base 15. space. Put acrylics on your weapons. Yeah, that'll trigger me hard. <laughs> have, like, like my eyeballs will start bleeding. You don't need. You don't need too many of those. Bleeding eyeballs? I don't need. Yeah, I only have two. So <laughs> you don't need too many bleeding eyeballs. I mean, you know, tis the season. Um, or rotten legs, or you know, <laughs> I guess some of those. <laughs> so, uh, other notable news: the uh, new E17 raid has been downed already. Nice, nice. So uh, I- yeah, you posted a couple uh, of videos there. Do you want to go over those? Yeah, so the well the the first one well after the rebalance right which we already talked about so the the next one is the uh, STFU did the world first New Yorkie seventeen kill mm-hmm. um, I think it was within the 
first week, if I'm not mistaken. That's not uh, bad. And they've actually killed it twice now. They've killed it twice. <laughs> they yeah, it was in the first week because they killed it before it flipped to the next week, and they killed it this week already. So yeah, they, they've killed it twice. The patch has been out for less than two weeks, and it's already been killed twice. Yeah, it's not too bad. You know, um, I feel like uh, that's kind of to be expected. Yeah, it's par for the course for anything. Get it, get it done quick. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised it lasted that long. See, I'm of the opposite opinion. Like, I think that should have taken. And I, and I to be fair, I think for most groups, it's going to be a while. Right. Yeah. For most, most groups, it's going to be a while. Normal groups. Yeah. Yeah. Even even higher groups, I think it's going to be a while. Like. There's a lot going on in that raid. They added new mechanics. It's not just a lot more HP. It's which, by the way, they also bumped the HP for the E10 raid. That threw me off entirely. Like our first day, uh, the patch. Well, for one, the patch was on a Tuesday, which is raid day. That's when the raids reset is on Tuesday. <laughs> so right. the patch happened, and then we went to go do our raid and completely failed uh, because you need healers now. <laughs> Or, you know, healer, like potentially two healers. Although I think on E10, you can get away with one healer mm -hmm. if you're doing things correctly. Um, but so much has shifted. Even on E10, when there's not new mechanics, playstyle has shifted, weapon metas have shifted, people bringing living flames to raid for no reason was happening. <laughs> um, like, we, we straight up failed to clear it. We came back on Thursday and we cleared it twice, the, the E10 raid. But uh, something that affected me as a raid leader, like someone that calls out stuff in the raid, they adjusted its HP. None of the numbers are where I remember them to be. Oh, no. Okay. I've been looking at the health numbers to be a certain number and say, like, okay, it's time to do this now. And they're right. all different now. <laughs> uh, so that was a problem. So, uh, but the E17 raid is even more health than what the E10 got buffed to, right? It got buffed as well. And it has a whole nother layer of mechanics, multiple mechanics. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, it's going to be a little wild for another group. Downs it to be perfectly honest. Um, so so it's not just they really added the. It's not that just the the hit points have changed the the points at which the the tiers work, or the uh, uh, the new mechanics kick in. But now there's just so many more mechanics that kick in at who yeah, knows what time just, that just it basically for, has to be remapped. Uh, when the shadow wave happens in E17, okay, as it passes, every single player passes over gets a fill circle. Ooh, okay, that like so that's one of the other mechanics. Now those fill circles only last once you place them. I think like thirty seconds or so, something like that. They don't. It's not like they stay there the whole duration because there'd be no free standing space left on the damn map. Um, they do go away quicker than the other ones. But still, if two people run into each other, you could both just die in each other's filth puddles you just dropped. Like they, mm. hit, they do actually hit really hard. I've also seen really funny when they were doing test runs and PJ was streaming them that he got cornered. He literally got cornered by two other people dropping filth puddles. And he was like standing in this corner and couldn't get out until they disappeared. He just had to wait. It's like, just I patiently. Move. I can't move. <laughs> uh, it's pretty hilarious to see move uh, you die 
but yeah, like there's there's way more the, on top of that, just the normal filth being dropped. There's more of uh, the lurker does raid wide damage to all players, so the healers have to not just heal tanks but heal everybody. Everybody, okay. There's wave, there's wave or not wave, sorry, raid wide ticks that happen. Um, I know I'm forgetting some other things, but just yeah, in general, like everyone's got to be on their game. Uh, it's it's a I, I, t- I tested it in, in, in beta and I've, I watched them do it. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. And, and the first time testing that, that new shadow mechanic, the entire raid died instantly. We all got <laughs> those circles and like, like, like ah, what happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next time we thought, Hey, what if we all stack together and then spread out? But no one could spread out fast enough, and we all just died in a massive pile. <laughs> uh, yes, bummer. When we tried the stacking, it was just death. It was, it was just, just, just a death. Solid, solid filth pull that killed everyone at the same time. Uh, Zen asked, "Do you think there will be more than one group who can clear it? You cannot outgear it anymore the way E10 was done." I mean, I do, I do think eventually there'll be a, uh, another group that'll clear it. I know. Part of it too is like not everyone is ready. Like, as far as my cabal goes, right? Like, we've been able to do E10 forever, but we have people that just come for the raid, and they don't really up their gear. They're not interested in grinding for kind of no reason. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that amount now means multiple people that were like, I don't know, E12, E14 or something, and they mm-hmm. now we get them to E17 to get them to try. So, yeah, there'll be other groups. It might take a little bit. But there'll be other groups for sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see it take like um, a month or two, though. Like that wouldn't surprise me. I there. I mean, also someone could clear it next week. That also wouldn't surprise me. But you know, it just depends um, on people's motivation. I will say this: the grind is um, insanely fast now. Right. Yeah. Because you have dungeons that have loot up to E17, dropping massive amounts of distillates. You have energized distillates, right? That give you plus when you crit. You have items that force crit, uh, the the catalyst. Mm-hmm. Um, you can run dungeons like nonstop all day if you want to, because there's no keys. Because now there's no keys, you can just run it and get as much as you want. Yeah, you right. can use shifters and go to a regional farm to get nothing but gear distillates, like. You can you can effectively upgrade so much faster mm. uh, that you can leapfrog your gear. I do think you'll see groups getting like maxed out and attempting stuff. Zen saying the grind is fast. There's also a question. I've seen a bunch of people just chain E5 to E7 on stop for death. I don't think E5 to E7 is best distal per minute ratio. I I think that is incorrect i mean people uh, will try to find whatever is the most efficient that, that be, is that, that is might true be correct for people like a couple tiers up i want to say someone did someone did mention to me uh, but i think i think the tier is a different tier for the high-end people well you said but that's the tier that is below uh, nightmare mechanic. Yeah, you mean said eight to ten. There's yeah, there that's what I'm saying. I've I've heard that, but it's a different tier. 
Yeah, yeah e, e5 to with... 7 has no hard mechanics and can be done without... Yeah, that's a level right before Nightmare, so it's sort of like a walk in the park. I yeah, but even the Nightmare mechanics don't really matter. Um, I mean, just for, for the record, even people that could do E17 often just drop into E14 to 16 just because it's 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 the new mechanics, but it's not punishing. It's like you get to play with the new mechanics, right? You get higher distillates, but it's really fast and, and chill. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends on the group. So, okay, Zen, 3K per is not is not good. <laughs> 3K, like, not when you can get so much higher distillate in the higher ones. But again, it depends on your group. It does depend on your group. There is there are certainly groups like the group the group that's clearing e17 raid can certainly do e14 to 16 like non-stop with with probably without you know batting an eye like it's not a problem so it just depends on your group's um gear level and skill level what the what the most efficient range is going to be for you right um I can tell you for a lot of the max players, the nightmare mechanics have been not a problem forever. Like no one cares. And even the nightmare plus mechanics aren't that big of a deal when the damage itself isn't punishing. Um, so kind of, kind of um, moving on from there. So I, I just did a new skull sessions episode with mom. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's his, group that cleared uh the 17 raid okay um entitled world first problems <laughs> uh which was mostly just to summarize quickly it was mostly about rewards uh the kind of what sparked it was initially rewards in the e17 raid which everyone was basically like screw this raid we're not doing it again it's just not worth it <laughs> because as night as neat and interesting as as the mechanics are the rewards for doing it it is oh, not, not as heavy. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know if this was covered. All the all the New York raids drop Mark IV weapon fragments now. Okay. So I don't think we I don't think we covered that. Anyway. No, I don't think we covered that at all. Uh, so, whereas only they were they were dropped by uh, in Darker Garth. No, they didn't exist. Oh no. Weapon fragments. Oh. We had talisman and glyph from Darker Gartha. Talisman and glyphs. Okay. Weapon fragments. Weapon fragments, brand new to the patch, only drop from the raids, but they drop from any difficulties, including story mode. Story mode drops like five to seven fragments. Okay. And it goes up. Part of the problem is, I think the difference between clearing the E10 raid and clearing the E17 raid is something like five fragments. Oh, yeah. Right? And yeah. then... There is no, I think no, either no higher distillate or not enough higher distillate. I think it was, I think it was not enough higher distillate to make it worth it. It was like, eh, it should be significant. You just cleared like the hardest freaking raid in the game, and it's like we talked about this on the episode, but it's basically like it felt like E10 to E11, not E10 to E17, as far okay. as like the distillate reward. Like you would expect the distillate loot to jump significantly. Yeah, almost it, exponentially. It, almost. It goes up like a linear, like one tick, and you're like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. Now so, the difficulty has ramped up not not so much linearly, but the difficulty ramps up uh at a much yeah, steeper angle. So you would expect like the, 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 the and the loot is to. like this. 
<laughs> and you're like, what the shit, dude? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, uh, Vomer, none of, no one got the new carapace. I, I wasn't in the clear, by the way. Uh, one of my cabal members was. But as far as I know, no one got the new carapace items. Now, I do understand that um, the carapace of the Immaculate Machine is supposed to be dropping pieces from E17 New York Raid. Uh, a different color of it. Uh, I don't know if you have that. You can if you can show that, uh, Ember, like in the dressing room. If you go to, not uniforms, but the the sets one, and look for carapace. Should be carapace of the Immaculate Machine. Do you have any of those pieces? The gloves and you have gloves and the and boots. Those, those are the ones like the chest that's like honeycombed and stuff. Uh, you know, actually, maybe I can I can just put on like the uh, one of the chest pieces. Hold on, just so you can see it, because that's like the most identifiable part. I think there's a new color of it. Okay. Um, go like this. That's like the chest piece, right? You, you remember there's a whole set and two stuff that drop like flappy. You collect like a piece at a time from the raid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a new, the new color. Yeah, the white one. It was from Flappy. There's supposed to be a new color that drops from E17. It's red black, which is really cool. But he, there's a problem. There's a problem with that. And, and that is uh, twofold. I hope to God it's tradable. If it's not tradable, then the problem is it's not a big enough incentive for the kind of player that's going to do a uh, hardest raid in the game, right? Right. Because a lot of them aren't cosmetic driven. Now, if they can sell that cosmetic, that's different. You know, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of like super high-end meta players, the idea of like I did all that work and you gave me like you gave me a, a costume a jacket is kind of <laughs> like yeah, whatever, dude. But if they can take that jacket and sell it, that's different. That that's a commodity, and it's super rare. They can they can turn that their effort into in-game currency. That works. So I, I have no idea if it's actually like binds to your character when you get it or if it's tradable. I don't know. So whoever's behind you right now seems to have acquired it. They're they're wearing it right now. <laughs> oh, that's me. That's that's just the previewing. That's stuff. Oh, that's you. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. Wait a minute. No, I'm just previewing it. Okay. I don't, I don't Never mind. Yeah. Ember does not have it. I think that's a different color, isn't it? Though. That's from the uh, Whispering Tide event stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's not the the MEZ version. So I oh, believe okay. the, the other one is supposed to be like black and red not white and red or okay. red and black i don't know there was it's something i've seen pictures of they showed off in a dev stream and we never got it in game before mm. so it, it, it existed they teased it once like tilty teased it a long ass time ago and everyone was like "Ooh," and then it just never showed up that's fair um barbara's manufacturing promos where it, it was showing tsw yeah they showed a lot of outfits there that i don't know oh, yeah. if we ever got all of them um so yeah um 
say, but they're still in the system somewhere. Uh, right, it's still assets they can use, right? Yeah. So like, why would you just use them for something? Right. So, so again, the problem. So the problem is the current rewards for the E17 raid are lackluster for the players completing it, and even if it does drop the uh, cosmetics, they're they're a super rare because I think two kills now and no one's not. Uh, uh, so that's like twenty chances, and no one's gotten a single piece. Oof. Okay. Uh, and and even then, if it's if it's character bound, that only drives people interested in the outfit, right? It would need to be tradable <clears> to really be worth the effort. Because uh, at would, least then you can sell it and get. Yeah, yeah. Because then then, even people, then either you want it for yourself or you or you don't care and you want but you want to sell it. It's still worth it for you to do. Right. Um. There's also an army combat color. That's cool. Oh, you just mean like a different color of the army outfit. Yeah. So, again, like, unless it's tradable, like, no one kind of really cares. <laughs> right. And if it's too rare of a drop, it's still not incentive enough. So there's definitely concern. And even, even aside from all that, like we talked about a second, like a couple minutes ago, the distillate reward jump is not enough. It feels like such a, a small increment from E10 that doesn't feel worth the effort. When they can go do E10 in like two minutes, not two minutes, but six minutes, one try, be done, or spend hours trying to kill E17 for lackluster rewards. That right. was kind of the the, and then from there in our in our session we went into the rewards in general in the in the balance patch. That's what the, our whole session about. Um, in that though. We did preview, to my knowledge, world first preview of what Mark IV weapons look like. Okay. Because one of my Cabal members had managed to accrue 200 fragments between uh, his runs, two weeks of his runs and his alt runs of, of different raids. And I had managed to accrue 100 fragments. So spontaneously during the recording session, I was like, you know what? He's online. Let me see. I was like, here, have a hundred fragments. Now show me what it looks like. <laughs> here you uh, go. So I paid a hundred weapon fragments to have content. Um, but it let, let us have a more in-depth conversation on the actual numbers. Mm. We could see them. Okay. And uh, so was uh... able to put the Mark four weapon imbuer like in the, in the fusion window. And just drop different weapons in with different suffixes and see, because uh, you can see what the effect's going to be before you use it. Right. Yeah. So we have a recording of that, and yeah, unfortunately, as something that would be one of the main reasons to run to to run the higher raids for like more fragments, the impact of weapon fragments seems to be next to nothing. Hmm. Okay. It doesn't affect the weapon power because the weapon suffix has never affected the weapon power. Right. right. So it doesn't affect your your item power number. It doesn't affect your weapon power. And it's a linear uh, increment. Again, so like, uh, I, linear instead of a exponential. Yeah, it's not a massive buff. So like right now, if you have a Havoc Mark III weapon, you get point 7.5% uh, plus to critical hit damage and healing. Okay. If you make it Mark IV, it goes to plus 10%. Oh yeah, two two and a half percent. <laughs> That's all. Um. So unfortunately, 
as something would be one of the main reasons to run the raids over and over is for the fragments, their impact is so little that, again, it just makes the rewards feel really bad from what is, like, one of the cooler new pieces of content that you would want, a new, like, a reason to do. Right. Also, there's no achievement for E17 raid, which is kind of sad. I, I honestly expect that to come later. Dark Agartha achievements didn't happen for, what, like, six, eight months or something? You know? Mm-hmm. Like... It took them all like it was Dark Agartha like wave two before they added achievements at all. Yeah, it t- it did take them a while before they made the uh, the Dark Agartha improvements. So I I kind of expect at some point they'll add an E seventeen New York raid like achievement. Probably. Know? But the fact that it can be cleared and you just get like five <laughs> more weapon fragments than you got before, minorly improved distillates. And no guaranteed cosmetic drop, so you can just get nothing. Like, right? I, I mean, usually they would tie the cosmetic drop to an achievement itself, really. Yeah. Well, so actually, that was the case in Flappy. I think. I think the headpiece was an achievement, mm-hmm. and the rest randomly dropped. But at least one piece was from the achievement. That I believe you are correct there. Uh, Darkheart is saying, oh, what am I supposed to do with these night items I got in the mail? Those are the polymorphic glyph exchangers. Uh, these will let you update your glyphs to suit your desired role. So you can basically take a glyph that you have and just change it into something else, change it into another glyph. Yeah, so if you're if you decided you want to tank and now you actually need tanking glyphs, you could convert your DPS glyphs to tanking glyphs. They did that to... so you didn't have to go out and just farm entirely new glyphs again. That you could just take the ones you have and switch them over. Yep. Or if you had tank glyphs and you're like, I want a DPS, you can go the other way. Right. Do Change whatever. them to whatever you want. The world as, is... as you said, Jimmy, you could just basically go on the auction house, find whatever the cheapest glyph is, <laughs> the cheapest three-star glyph, <laughs> buy that, and uh, yeah. it just changes to whatever you want. If you want more fierce glyphs, go buy some crappy other glyph, the three pip, and make it a fierce glyph. Yeah. Now it's character bound at that point. You can't resell it, but if you need to use them, like by all means, like why not? Yeah. Um. And then, so the last video thing, because I was really busy the, the past few days, <laughs> the last video thing I did is I. If you recall, I did a whole series where I like uh, did Dark Agartha at like max level with a challenge as like each weapon to mm-hmm. show that like yes, all weapons can potentially do the content. And also, I don't have any of the signets for any of those other weapons, so I'm I'm d- doing it like down a peg, right? Right. Uh, or or more than a peg, like missing the the weapon signet entirely, you know. Versus you would expect someone that mains at E17 to have that signet maxed out or at least red by that point or something. Or, yeah, a specific signet to it, yeah. Yeah, so having none, zero, <laughs> is a... <laughs> so let's see. Actually, what is that? It's a 28.75% damage loss just on the, the power abilities and 111% uh, damage loss on the basics, like yuck. <laughs> it 
like just not having those signets. Now that's max, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having those compared to having the max is pretty like large difference. My, minus a hundred plus percent. You do zero. You do negative damage at that point. Uh, no, I get what you mean. Um, um, so so I did. The biggest things I've got quite like people ranting at me about, like randomly, by the way, just sending me messages <laughs> in game is that blood is screwed. Like blood DPS because people don't really understand the mechanic entirely. Okay. Because um, it did change. The corruption martyrdom mechanic changed a bit. Uh, the absolution, which helped stave that off, changed. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's not just corruption martyrdom. Like that, the corruption martyrdom has been nerfed, so it's not quite such a big um, hit. It doesn't prevent healing anymore for blood, right? So if someone goes like full corruption, you can still heal them. Their healing isn't reduced like crazy. Um, uh. I don't know what that means, Vollmer. Um, But um, I can always rant at you about your negative living flame opinions. If you'd rather, as far as I know, you, as far as your only negative one has been to to keep him out of. I love living flame. Just just to keep him out of the penthouse and raiding. Not the penthouse, yeah. (laughs) There's only certain places they're not allowed. No, but other than that, no, it's, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a great um actually i would say in general it probably doesn't belong in most dungeons and the reason i say that uh in most group fights is because at that point it doesn't bring it can't taunt it can't taunt in dungeons right right it's a it's a mini tank so all it's doing at that point is it's just doing damage, but because it's a it, tank yeah. or because it's a tank, it's it, not really supposed to do mega it, DPS. It does bring a stun interrupt. That is true, but there's plenty of better stuns interrupts. It brings a stun interrupt. That is true, but its damage is so minimal as well that it. it I would say you can do it for the lols, right? Like have fun, Vollmer. I, I'm not trying to rain on your parade or drown your specific living flame i just drown i just drown my living flames um, <laughs> but in general i here's here's my here's my problem and yes flicker is way better because it moves you it, it moves you i use flicker and polaris 5 to flicker around and impair the small uh ads that's it way more than casting a living flame right i get two impairs for the price of one and i and i move myself out of the way of danger Sometimes yeah. it's a danger, um, but you know, <laughs> it's a day. Sometimes it happens. Um, but I, I, I would, I would say part of the issue is th- that living flame replaced crystallized flame slash blaze, right? Um, um, and then the Orochi thermal inverter got changed to thermal capacitor, so that was a lot of people's meta. So when they loaded in the game after the patch, guess what they had? Living Flame on their bar. It's part of their build because that ability got replaced. So my my issue with Living Flame, like in, in Dungeons and the Raid, is a lot of people brought it not because they intended to use it or thought it was the best thing to do, but because they didn't bother to see what change just came in the Raid and like three people go to cast Crystallized Flame and they cast their stupid pet. 
And it's not, and it does nowhere near the damage that the that flame blaze used to do. Legitimately, nothing does. That thing was mathematically broken, actually. Um, so my my concern about living flame in those in those scenarios is purely that after the patch, a lot of people just didn't bother to look. Is that is that what I should be doing if I expect the same uh, impact that I was having before the patch? And the answer is no, not in group content. Um, now in solo content, holy crap, that thing is amazing and possibly overpowered. Like, holy shit. Um, I was saying, if something is that effective solo, you imagine it would be that effective in group, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, well, because it's, it's affecting is the fact that it tanks for you. Yeah. It actively aggros things, and now they're not hitting you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing better than shooting something in the back while it's not paying attention to you. And like you, like, like Uni said, that's the guy that brought it in the penthouse. He was like, that was just there when I logged in. It's been following me. <laughs> like, yeah, this is... I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Since, sorry, when drastic change like that happens, game usually puts a big splash screen or make people reassign all their abilities instead of just replacing buttons. I don't know that that's true. I, I can't recall games making me reassign all my abilities because one thing changed. No, and they did put it right on the right on the launcher. It's on the launcher, and I, this is something that came up in the Discord, and I just don't agree. Like, I feel like you need to read in this game, um, but a lot of people didn't, and so again, this is why I'm cautioning that Living Flame is not a, a group. It's not the group DPS replacement for for Flame. For, for Blaze, that's all I'm saying. Uh, just FYI, in case anyone's curious, it's Mjolnir. You run you run Thor's hammer as your offhand now. It's it's there's actually a lot more viable offhand options because everything's kind of evened out. So you can run shotgun offhand, Mjolnir offhand, a couple other ones I think. Like uh, if if anything, there's more relatively even options uh, to do in, in group uh, content. Um, if I suddenly had a flame following me and I couldn't figure out why, I might be like, "You guys, you guys see this thing too, right?" <laughs> <laughs> but oh, so so. Uh, but that is on par with the game itself, so that's okay. <laughs> to, to finish with the with the blood the blood thing, the 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 problem that happened is the corruption doesn't hurt you as much. You can get healed through it. It's a much nicer. But when you hit the very high end of corruption, you get a new thing on you called tainted blood. And tainted blood stacks like uh, are exponential in damage to yourself, right? So the corruption damaging you is very small up until that point. Tainted blood, on the other hand, once it starts stacking, you hit like twenty-five stacks. You're almost one-shotting yourself every time you shoot something. Mm -hmm. It's easy. And the thing is, and this was this has like thrown a lot of people, even a heal. Any blood ability when you're above 90 corruption is going to trigger another set of tainted blood stacks. Mm. So it doesn't care that it was damaged. It only cares that you're above 90 corruption and you cast a blood ability. Right. So if you're like, oh, I need to heal myself, you might just kill yourself. You might just you might just be hurting but yourself more. If you read it and you know bother experimenting with it on a dummy or something, like it's very easy to figure out what you know if you Again, if you bother to, to read it. Um, and also, most blood builds already used Reap. 
And the reap ability immediately reduces your corruption level by 50, which means even if you're at 100, you're going to go whoom, down. And then, as the mechanic says, uh, when you cast a blood ability while below 90, it just take, it takes off the stack. It takes them all off like at once. You have to wait a long time. Like you cast even an attack ability once your corruption's now down below 90, all those stacks fall off and you're fine. So it's it's just a different twist on the mechanic, right? It used to be corruption was a, like kept hurting you more and more and more and more and more, and you got less and less and less heals on top of that. So by the end of it, not only are you getting hit by a lot, but you can't receive incoming heals. Like you get healed by 2% of the incoming heals or something. It was really bad. Right. So they, they changed that, but at the same time, they, you still have a mechanic you have to deal with. Um, so because there was so many uh, complaints I was receiving about blood, I was like, no, 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 no. I know this is workable. And I also have like the worst blood setup, by the way. <laughs> especially for max i have no blood signets and my blood book is a shadow bound blood book that is in no way shape or form meta to have no a no 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 i mean i love shadow bound i i love it just just because yeah, it's someone's smart. revenant but it's not meta it's no no it's not there's way better blood books yeah uh, oh yeah of course it's meta in our hearts. Yeah, yeah. There's way better blood books than than Shadowbound. So I I'm running I'm running Dark Agartha E17. The challenge for the day was minus four minutes to your time, right? And I'm running with a blood book, no blood signets, and the blood book Shadowbound, and I and died you. two times on the first boss, and I still managed to to beat that run with something like. Uh, what was it like? Two minutes forty-five left or something? Now, granted, I bought the time boost thing, but only to only to offset the fact that I had a four-minute detriment from the challenge. Right, right. right. So, uh, oh, also, but what you're uh, proving is it's totally doable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very it's very doable. In fact, I did it twice. So I, I really, the first time I did it, I was recording it, at, you know, intended to make the video. And the first time I really messed up, I still completed it the first time, but I forgot to use a potion like in the beginning, which I normally do. Um, my allocation was wrong. It was supposed to be hundred percent DPS and I had it to 80, 20 from the old settings. <laughs> okay. um, I didn't slot a blood agent at all. I was running a pistol agent. Like I was just like all over the board, just like and I still beat it. And you still like, beat it, yeah. <laughs> I like this video look really dumb. <laughs> so I did I did the current one, which is the only weapon I've done a video for post the rebalance, but because it's one of the ones that's mechanically most changed, uh, and that a lot of people and specifically Dark Agartha were hitting me up, like I can't do Dark Agartha now with blood, like it doesn't work. You're and the done. problem that I saw was they're trying to heal themselves. And I was like, why are you trying to heal yourself? What are you? And, and though in this may, and maybe they're running a different offhand. I was running uh living flame because why wouldn't you run that in dark Agartha? It tanks I mean, the guy. It tanks for you. Yeah. Also, I found out looking at the stats that if you, if you have a max level Ellie weapon or a green level Ellie weapon, the only difference for Living Flame is like one, like one k health. 
(laughs) Okay. If you don't have an Ellie focus, just grab a green one and run in there. I just grab whatever one. Yeah. Whatever other offhand you're running because half the time he's going to be actively tanking for you. And that means you can run like a hundred percent DPS or if you want to be safe, 90% DPS allocation and just smack the crap out of things. And then and your again, heals could heal him too. Yeah, it, uh, like at least in my case, I know Clean Slate does. I think you can target him directly and heal him with other heals. Uh, passively, if you're Ellie main, your fire and, and, and electricity attacks... Uh, Just do it anyway. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... If you want to run DA with another offhand, that's your choice. I guess, but I would say if you're having problems, you want to bring Living Flame, um, and and just you know it works. Like why 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 would you not why would you not do that? Um, but so I wanted to show that it was possible, and I did. And by the way, in in one of the deaths was was uh, a bad dodge roll into a memory of flame that floated past him. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. And the other death, what I think is the more instructive one, is I was I had my stacks really high for blood. Like I was gonna die if I if I attack the blood again. Okay. Or a couple more times. I had really I had like my stacks like at twenty two, and that starts hitting for like a massive amount of your health at that point. Whenever you attack, and I went to cast reap, which would reduce my corruption. I would instantly go back up. I'm doing it the whole Dark Agartha. After that, that was actually the first boss where I messed it up. But I jumped and canceled the ability because jumping will cancel something in the queue. So I in in my video, I slow it down and you can see that like it's highlighted, like it's circling mm-hmm. the reap ability. But I jump and it as it's circling and it doesn't go off. And I didn't notice. I thought I pushed it, I thought uh, it went off. Okay. So I attacked with blood again and just straight up killed myself. <laughs> I took like almost 4k damage to myself from myself uh, and died. Which I th- but I think that's instructional to, to point out like uh, this is how the mechanic works. But I went on from the first boss to do the, the next three bosses and gatekeeper uh, without dying. I only had nice. one life. So like I think it's a fairly instructional video. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so out of out of Jimmy's videos uh, released, right? Reading of reading of the patch notes, the world first New York E seventeen raid, his skull sessions number three, talking all about the the world first uh, weapons and 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 uh, the raids themselves, and showing that Dark Agartha can be run on blood at E seventeen, and all those are linked down below. You can go check them out. Um, so other than that, just two more things. Uh, if Kailani is still around, she went she to go play be, with Epoxy. <laughs> she, she went to, she went to play with yeah. her Epoxy. Uh, these, these aren't down there just yet, but just as a, just, uh, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah, I can, I'll, I'll add those to the panel. Yeah. Cause I just added them separately. Uh, Kailani says that it's been brought to her attention, um, on her, <laughs> On her Twitter account, that she is she's doing a giveaway. She's doing a giveaway, and so uh, it's basically answering questions all about 
um, all about your time in Secret World and and sending them over to her, and that she is now taking them. Uh, she will have them, and she... I had the wrong thing up. That's why I'm st- stuttering a little bit here. Um, where did she have it? That she'll be accepting... Uh, accepting results for... Oh, where did it go? <laughs> Kailani. Her, her feed. <laughs> That's what I'm looking through. I'm like, where is it? Um, wait, wait, what are you looking for? Just uh, when is it finished? Oh, yeah, she extended the deadline. Uh, right, right. Soon. That's a good point. Soon TM. There she go. That there is now, she posted today that there is now seven days left to get your entries in. That's what I was looking for. So, uh, you can go ahead and enter Kailani's giveaway, and you can do so until the uh, the 15th or at least the 14th to really make it, uh, make sure that she has it. And she's giving away uh, a, quite a bunch of fun stuff, including Secret World Legends tumblers and. Yeah, where did she put the. Uh... Oh, here we go. Uh, SWL decals, mugs, and tumblers personalized and SWL themed. Mm-hmm. So if you want some SWL swag, I just got back to it. Okay. Back. <laughs> well, better never than late, Kalani. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to enter Kailani's giveaway, uh, go check out her Twitter account at It's Just Kailani. And uh, she has it up as her pinned, pinned tweet. To so go enter that and uh, and we love Kylani. Wait, you said well, a, you said a t-shirt? I don't know about Jimmy. <laughs> nice one. Nice. A t-shirt, two tumblers, mugs, and decals. Nice. I don't think you have t-shirt listed in your on your Twitter, Kylani. Excellent. But cool. Very cool. And then uh, aside from Kailani's giveaway, which yeah, why why not? Secret World swag. I show off I show off my Secret World swag whenever I can. I love it all. <laughs> my my pillows, my uh, my pins, my keychains. Um so yeah, any 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 chance to get Secret World swag, the better. Uh, but uh, aside from that, also, uh, Madrina Kamir, also on Twitter, posted that they will be having the Haunted Eldwick Ghost Tour, which is something that they do every year around Halloween, which is fun. It's like a it's it's a virtual ghost tour through Eldwick. You know, if you if, you, if you've ever been on a ghost tour, you know how it is. Basically, you just get together with a a group and someone tells you scary stories and about what happened in this location and then you walk to another location and they tell you scary things what happened in that location and they're they're usually good times they're fun um nice. but there's a haunting edward ghost tour that is going on uh saturday the 24th of october at 9 p.m 
and Sunday, the 25th of October at 2 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. And it says to to join DJ Drina on a spine tingling journey through Eldwick and learn its deepest, darkest secrets. I have done this before. It's fun. You should do it, too. It's good times. Clint, you said we can we can see. We can see the Andy and Nicole ones. Where can we see those, Clanny? I think I saw the Nicole one. I, I thought I saw she posted up, was it yesterday? Or earlier today? I, I forget. It, days are blending together. Oh, I know. Yesterday she posted Nicole's. Yeah, you posted Nicole's on yeah. Twitter. Yesterday? Okay. That one. It's basically the the red with the the white uh, Secret World logo swirl. If you want, if you wait on the video, Andy's is the second one. Okay. The video has both. Oh, you're right. Fifty seconds. You want me to wait fifty seconds for a video? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Too long. Read something. Why would I do that? Oh, it doesn't have. It says N N D Y B. That it doesn't have his full name. <laughs> yeah, you really should have put uh, Audenoptra on there. You'll get it a year from now. The, like the whole the whole thing would just be his name like spiraling around. Adenoptera, <laughs> Adenoptera. Why is it hard to target people? Well, because targeting really isn't a thing so much. You can still do it. I forget how though. How do you how do you target again? Control Bomber. tab. Control not, tab. You point your reticle at someone and hit control tab. Yeah. I always forget that because. In fact, if you're in vicinity, you could just hit control tab over and over and it'll cycle through people that it like your reticles like near. There you go. Or okay. you could right, you could reticle target them. Well, the reticle target is just for looking though. If you want to actually like like for instance the uh Rosenbrawl mission, like you need a control tab to target them. The reticle thing doesn't work that so it's it is good to be in the habit and know that you want to control tab for stuff hey manga how's it going good to see you so yeah that's about uh that's about what we got this time around i mean i think that was it's pretty good. I mean, if nothing else, uh, you got the Sam Hain scoop, right? The Sam Hain scoop. Yes, Andy said that uh, Sam Hain will be as at least as far as as far as they know, uh, or as far as Andy was aware that they are planning on starting Sam Hain next Tuesday. So Tuesday the thirteenth. It was going to be around this time period anyway. Yeah. So just engrave that in stone, and then hashtag blame Andy if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but he should be sending out stuff tomorrow basically saying hey you know it's it's coming around he just said that uh yeah we could we could we could talk about it on the show tonight so thank you andy and yes. hopefully you don't get in trouble for it 
and he's awesome. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been a crazy. It feels like the rebalance happened so long ago already, and it's literally been like nine days. Or something. Well, technically, you've been really playing the rebalance since May, so it has been right, yeah, for you. Yeah, off and on, but still, man. Well, even just the patron keys, the patron key alone, which feels weird because we had so many more keys to use before every day. Mm-hmm. But just the one key, like I'm like, oh, I need to go do. A, I didn't care about doing a layer before. Right, because that was that was just to open layer loot, and I don't need signets, but I want the patron chest, right? Mm-hmm. Patron chest can uh, give you dislocate shifters, the cosmetics, APSP drops out of it all the time. I haven't had to run missions for APSP. Oh, and it goes over the cap, by the way. Oh, nice. Okay. So I have like sixty-eight SP, sixty-five AP right now. Wow. Like, yeah. They go, like that hap that you get them like chunks. Also, the patron chest dropped the um pure anima potions. Okay. So, I mean, I've got I, stacks I don't know, and like, stacks of those catalyst <laughs> and, and uh, all that sh- stuff drops from dungeons like crazy. Okay. I think a lot of people thought those would be a, a like a lot rarer in the beginning. Okay. I don't know if you've noticed or if yeah. you played much, but like they're everywhere. Yeah, they are. They they drop all the time. Mm-hmm. It's hardly like like our cabal bank. Everyone was like, "Oh, put all this stuff in there." It doesn't matter. Like it's you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get what you need at some point. Like it's it's pretty crazy. As long as you play, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, yeah. But literally any amount of time, if you want to, if you run, if you're running something to upgrade something, the thing you need is probably going to drop. Um. It's it's pretty. I mean, hell, man! This last week, I ran uh, Kaiden regionals, and we killed like thirty pigs, <laughs> thirty pumbas, no timons. Oh. Um. Oh, which uh, funny, like last tidbit about that. Uh, in layers, patron chests spawn a lot. It's something we were given feedback on that probably needs to change. <laughs> maybe maybe too much. Yeah, so in a, in, in the layer summoning platform, like a patron's chest spawns between each spot. So okay. like four. They they t- like it's just a ring of chests now, like the regular chest patron, <laughs> regular patron, right? Like it's a fence. It's weird. <laughs> but in Kaiden layer, it's a square. And so it's like four big patron ones and the pig, I don't know if you've ever done the Kaiden layer, but it does a charge thing. Okay. And a lot of times you jump up on, there's like a little lip uh, on the wall. You can kind of jump up out of the way. But I found out uh, that you can just stand on the patron chest. <laughs> and he'll charge <laughs> right through you and it does nothing to you at all. Oh no. Like no okay. damage or anything. And the patron chest take way longer to time out. Like way longer. Uh, and the odds of them timing out, because especially if you're farming them, you're like you're gonna open a chest and like it's gonna spawn the patron chest again, right? Mm-hmm. So they just stay there basically the whole time, and you just stand on top of the patron chest and shoot it's big. It's really I, I like the idea of using the the patron chest as a <laughs> as a uh, a geometry. Yeah, yeah, stepping yeah. stone. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, let me stand this, you know. 
what do they call them? It's like a blind, like a hunting blind. Like I'm gonna yeah. be up here yeah. hunting blind, and you're gonna charge. But, he, but the, the height that is like, like he charges like right through you, legitimately like right through you, and it does nothing mm. because they're on the ground, right? It, it's the damage is located on the ground, right? Um, but you're just high enough where it just goes, yeah, it just doesn't do anything. That's then funny. somebody killed 54 birds, and I fell asleep at like bird 29. <laughs> <laughs> then you were taking up a spot in that instance for no reason. Out, um, out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just saying, like, there's so many more people playing right now since the rebalance yeah. launch on, on yeah. a daily basis at pretty much any time. And the number of mega bosses, because everyone wants to use their lair key at least once for the patron chest, the number of mega bosses going off all the time, the number of layers forming all the time, um, it's pretty nuts. It sort yeah. of reinvigorated it, and it reinvigorated it right before Halloween. So hopefully, yeah, which is really amazing. Yeah, then so they asked for two birds per person, but people brought like five. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing that can happen when you start a regional farm. If people think it's a if, if it's a really good group and kills are going fast, they'll just start throwing more. Like, yeah, let's do this. It's it's going really quickly. J just so you know, we did like thirty uh, pigs. I started with like twenty two. I, I was like, and I didn't ask for any. I was like, ah, we just want to farm some. Here's twenty two. The people were like, oh, well, here's my two. Here's mine. Here's mine. And we ended up like 30 something. And and that was just from like, um, I I knew, I knew a group was running the Kaiden lair and I was, uh, cause one of my friends was in it and I was like, Hey, I have, I have pigs and one of our other friends needs the, um, the congealed flesh item that drops. You want to run them? See who else wants to stay after you finish the lair and run the regionals <laughs> and just like spontaneously did like 30 pigs like i haven't done shit like that since like start of the game like like first i don't know six months or something activities up vital signs are good yeah no this is this has brought back a lot more people this is uh this is this has been good so hopefully hopefully it keeps up we'll see Yeah, so agents count your guardian uh, kills. <laughs> use your guardian kills. Um, so agents, this has been the zero point report strain number 29 HFX. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time here on the zero point report Twitch channel, where you could also join us and chat with us while we do the show live or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. Uh, Jimmy, where can we find you online? Why are you trying to stalk me? Of course. You know <laughs> it. Uh, you can find me on Twitch uh, most nights. Twitch.tv slash Jimmy the Rabbit. YouTube.com slash Jimmy the Rabbit. Uh, Jimmy the Rabbit.com. And Jimmy the Rabbit.edu. I should snag that. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, on Twitter at at one Jimmy the Rabbit, because that one jackass hasn't been removed yet. <laughs> I will get my name eventually. Eventually, you'll get it. And Ember, where can we find you at? Uh, pretty much everywhere. You can find me over at uh, Twitter, Schroederberg.com, or yeah, Schroederberg.com as well, on the old internets. 
and uh, here on Twitch, Trovo, Facebook Gaming, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Okay. Yep. If and you can spell his name, you can find him. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> Just look behind you. He's there. Go into your kitchen. He's there. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Ocho, and you can find me both on Twitter and here on Twitch at Big Mikey Ocho. Uh, you can get in Twitch with us by engaging with us with the show on Twitter at Zero Point Report, emailing us at the Zero Point Report at gmail.com, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named the Zero Point Report. So from all of us here at the Zero Point Report, we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Be sure to join us next week. We'll have a special guest on. Uh, or not next week, two weeks from now. We'll have a special guest on, and we'll be discussing the new Halloween stuff, if there is any, or we'll just be just loving Halloween. Who knows? Sam Hay. Yeah. Uh, have a great night, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.